All stations, this is uh, Mission Director on IM1. We're evaluating uh, how we can refine that signal and uh, dial in the pointing for our dishes. Even the sneaker thing. I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see black support eroding from Joe Biden, this is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. What we can confirm, without a doubt, is our equipment is on the surface of the moon and we are transmitting. They love the, you know, th this is a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So congratulations, I am team. We'll see how. What's going on, everybody? As you've noticed, if you're watching live audio, you might not notice, but I'm on the go today. I'm still trying to pull off the show. Hopefully it works. We're going to talk about the new moon landing that they say happened yesterday, not a manned moon landing, but they said they sent equipment up there. A funny Fox News clip that I found this interesting weather modification video that I found also. And then I want to talk about a few other stories like Biden's really bad dog. In my opinion, Biden's dog is committing an insurrection because it bit about 24 Secret Service agents. And when you have something attacking that many government officials, it's quite the puppy insurrection going on there. So we got to talk about that travesty. Weird weather balloons, um, people saying they want Tulsi Gabbard for vice president. I think it's going to be a good show, but I'm biased because it's my show. Let me know what you think. Dreamer podcast starts now. And let me know. Give me some thumbs up if all the audio sounds good, because obviously I'm not at my spot right now. Thank you, guys. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Um, a lot of stories to talk about. Okay. Looks good. Sounds good. Appreciate you guys. Um, you know. It's, it's hard reading news about insurrections, and I, I just saw yesterday that Joe Biden's dog bit 20, I guess, bit a Secret Service person or multiple Secret Service people 24 times, and, you know, this attack on our democracy and our government needs to stop. I don't care if it's a dog, a human. I can't deal with any more insurrections. So, you know, somebody trained Joe Biden's dog. They say a dog's like the owner. Clearly, Joe Biden sucks. First story is they claim that they landed on the moon for the first time in 30, 40 years, but it's not a manned mission. But I've been searching all over the place where are the photos or the video because I want to see it. Here's what they released. Apparently, it's not NASA, although NASA's celebrating it on their Twitter, and so is Elon Musk. It seems like a private company did it because I guess we just give tens of billions of dollars to the government so then private companies can do this stuff. I don't know, maybe it was a collaboration. Here's the footage that they gave us. It's just a bunch of dudes talking with crappy audio. I don't know if this convinces you, but I'm it's not the, it's not the most believable thing I've ever seen. All stations, this is uh, Mission Director on IM1. We're evaluating uh, how we can refine that signal and uh, dial in the pointing for our dishes. What we can confirm, without a doubt, is our equipment is on the surface of the moon and we are transmitting. So, congratulations, IM team. We'll see how much more we can get from that.
So I was looking, I was like, there's got to be like a picture or a video of the moon from the rover. And I'm looking it up and I see whatever company, apparently a private company did it. Maybe they collaborated with NASA. I don't really know. I don't care. You could look it up if you care. Um, I'm like, where's where's the footage? And it's like, technically, we're having difficulties. We know it's on the moon, but we don't have the pictures yet. We don't have the video yet. So I guess they're not available yet. If they'll ever be available, I don't know. We got solar flares, uh, weather balloons. Let me know what you guys think. I mean, I'm just, I think it's kind of odd that we haven't gone back in so long with manned missions. Now we have this non-manned mission and they can't provide photos. It's like, you, so your technology, I mean, you know, it's on the moon, but you can't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this too much because, I mean, I have more things to do for my show, but I'm just like, it's so funny to me. I, I consider NASA a comedy company. It's a multi-billion dollar comedy company. I'm not saying they don't do science. Of course they do science. They study climate change. They send rockets, although Elon Musk has better technology for that now, but they probably contract him or whatever. I just look at them like a comedy routine it's like the blue man group you know what i'm saying i it's i love nasa i'm a fan um second story i wanted to talk about was this viral clip going around for all the wrong reasons it's not that bad to be honest but uh fox news is having some people on to talk about how trump is winning over black people because of his sneakers let me say before i play this clip i don't think this clip is racist that word gets thrown around too much there's nothing racist about it it's just this guy's opinion He's not even like completely wrong. It's just, it's so cringe and I have a lot to say about it, but uh, I'm going to play the clip first. It's very cringe. Even the sneaker thing. I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see black support eroding from Joe Biden, this is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the, you know, th this is a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. The culture always trumps politics. And Trump understands culture like no politician I've ever seen. Question for you on that point, though. Yeah. Will the people that are excited about the sneakers and excited about Donald Trump Will that translate into them going out and voting for Donald Trump? Well, anybody willing to put 400 bucks down for a pair of sneakers? Yeah, I think that's commitment and love. I it's hope something. You're right. It's something. <laughs> Someone commented they said that Scott Adams reported the moon landing totally seriously today. I'm sure he did. Scott Adams is the pseudo scientist, you know, magician. He's like, "Ooh, I'm a I'm a psychiatrist. I can read your thoughts. I'm quadruple vaccinated." No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what he is. But anyway, maybe triple double i'm not sure who cares um i have a theory about mainstream media and even a lot of like um independent right-wing media that's not fox news and newsmax level but they're pretty big i have a theory that they're avoiding talented people like the plague it's like anybody that has talent that's even remotely likable they just hate them and then they just find random boomers and like i noticed on fox news and a lot of these big news um companies they like people like with nice jaw lines and like people that aren't ugly, but they want them to be really, really dumb. So it's like Fox News. They'll have a bunch of guests who like it's the, the chick is like a blonde chick. She's pretty. Like if you saw her out, you'd be like, she's pretty. But she's not saying anything like revolutionary. It's just like, oh, my God, oh my, like they yell. You know what I'm saying? Like Maria Barta, Romer, Kimberly Guilfoyle. They like yell the talking points and Fox News. 
And then sometimes they'll mix in a boomer like that, where maybe he's got like an important job or he's been in government. I literally have no idea who that is. God bless him. But it's like there's so much talent out there. And, and it seems like Fox and all these big companies, they just avoid all the talented, likable people that could win over millennials, black people, anyone just being authentic. And they just put people like that on TV. But I'm sure he's a nice guy. It's not, I'm sure people will call that racist. It's not, it's obviously not racist because he's just trying to like say that, you know, black people like sneakers and they see Trump sneakers and it's making them like Trump. I mean, I don't think it's true necessarily. I do think that it's made its rounds in urban culture or whatever, you know, but I don't think people just see Trump selling a sneaker. Like I'm going to vote for him because he's got a gold sneaker. I don't really, the stimulus check on the other hand, that definitely won Trump a few votes. There's not really much to say about that. I just thought it was pretty funny personally. Um, I don't know. I don't know what big right wing media is doing. I think they're good at like making money and doing the left right thing, like finding right wingers that complain about the left. But when it comes to facilitating talent and really looking for people, I don't think they're really looking for extremely likable people i think that they're trying to find people that just don't say that much and i don't know that was kind of a cringy clip i want to play this clip real quick then i got a few other stories um i'll let you guys know why i'm traveling in a little bit but i don't i don't feel like talking about it right now but i'll, I'll be fine i got a laptop i'm i'll be back soon um this is a weather modification clip that went viral on instagram and they're saying that they're cloud seeding, which if you look it up before I play the clip, cloud seeding has been around for decades. It absolutely, it's on Wikipedia, it's in news articles, they're doing it all over the place. And this lady alleges that they're doing it in California and I, they probably are. It seems like she did her research. She's not just spouting conspiracy theories. She's mentioning certain bills or resolutions they passed. And just like with the food we're eating and the water we're drinking, I'm not trying to scare people, but they do all this weird stuff all the time, like government pharmaceutical. And then they don't tell us about it and nobody knows about it. And then they call us conspiracy theorists. So without further ado, let's watch the clip. The Santa Ana Watershed Project Authority, also known as SAWPAW, a joint power authority spanning portions of Riverside, San Bernardino, and Orange Counties, announced January 9th that they've conducted its first cloud seeding event. The agency says that the four-year weather modification program, which launched in November 2023, intends to evaluate the effectiveness of enhancing local water supplies through cloud seeding in the region. Cloud seeding involves infusing silver iodide mixed with acetone particles into the clouds during the storm, causing ice crystals to form and water to condense into rain or snow. Sawpaw cloud seeded during three storms in the last week of December and the first week of January. While cloud seeding is not a new technology, first experiments took place in the 1940s. It fell out of favor in the 80s for being unacceptable, unacceptable ethically and an environmental hazard. Several unintended consequences from cloud seeding, a study in the UAE demonstrated that cloud seeding operations lead to an increase in urban flooding. Silver iodide is known to be toxic and is regulated under the Clean Water Act as hazardous substance. Studies have documented potential harms from bioaccumulation, particularly for aquatic life. Wow, and look at our county. You guys cloud seeded us on purpose. You destroyed these people's homes. Um, they didn't have flood insurance, but you all know that. 
I haven't fully looked into if that's being done. She seemed like pretty well educated. I'm not sure who that is either, or else I would give her credit. I just, I literally just found it on Instagram. So credit to her. If, if I find out, I'll, I'll let you guys know on a later podcast. Um, they're definitely doing this at, in some parts of the country. It's documented. They're saying they're doing it. It's in mainstream news articles. And what sh she's saying, they're spraying. They are spraying. And if you look it up, they'll say that there are known health. Like sometimes they'll say it's healthy. It's fine. You know, you're a conspiracy theorist. But then there's, I believe last time I looked up w whatever they're spraying, she just mentioned it. It turns things a different color. I mean, it doesn't sound that like, does anyone know that they're doing that? Does anyone have a say? Um, it's worth at least considering. So I'm glad she at least brought that out to just be spoken about. Uh, obviously, I would rather them not do that. But the people who run our government are always doing their own version of science that you just can't question. A few things I wanted to talk about outside of those clips. Um, I saw going viral that Trump is considering a vice president and two names being floated around are obviously Vivek Ramaswamy and Tulsi Gabbard. And I tweeted out on X or whatever it's called. I don't think Tulsi Gabbard should be vice president. I like Tulsi Gabbard. I've liked Tulsi Gabbard before she was even a Republican or pretending to be a Republican or really a Republican or a conservative or whatever Tulsi Gabbard is. I liked her when she was a Democrat. I liked her war stance on Syria. I've been to her town hall when I went to Hawaii uh, in 2019. I went to a town hall and met Tulsi, took a picture and stuff. I like Tulsi Gabbard. I've been a big, uh, I wouldn't say fan, but out of there's not a lot of winners in politics. And she's always been real consistent on the Syria war. And I appreciated her for that. I don't think she should be vice president under Trump. It's not because I'm hater. You know, people be like, oh, you're just so why not? She's this. She's that. Listen, Trump is 77 years old, almost 78 years old. He will be 78 years old this year. He'll be 79 when he gets into office. He'll be 83 when he gets out of office. When you're picking vice president for Donald Trump, if he pulls off this election, you're picking someone that very well could be president. I don't think anything's going to happen to Trump. I think he's healthy. I'm, I'm going to manifest great health. But it's like Biden. You know, Kamala Harris is very close to being president. Biden is very old. Trump is very old. So you want to pick a vice president who's conservative. I think you want to pick a vice president who's trustworthy. And you want to pick a vice president that you think would do a really good job. I don't hate Tulsi Gabbard. I don't think she's horrible. But she was the vice president chair of the dnc when debbie Wasser wasserman schultz was there if you guys remember that um how do you you know i'm not i'm not saying she's bad or corrupt but she wasn't a small fry in the democratic party tulsi gabbard was the vice chair to the dnc she was high high level democrat right leaves because of the bernie sanders thing says she's conservative now she just sounds like a fox news Republican at this point, And now, you know, she's campaigning or, or doing news things. I think Tulsi Gabbard would be a good advisor or somebody good to have in the cabinet. I'm not saying she should leave or I, I, I like Tulsi Gabbard. She's one of my favorite people in politics. She's not a good vice president. Pick a Republican, pick a conservative, pick somebody that, you know, is going to pick the right judges, pick somebody that wasn't the vice chair of the DNC four years ago. Right. Am I wrong? Is that a bad idea? I don't know. With Vivek Ramaswamy, it's the same thing. We just witnessed a two-year lockdown, trillions of dollars of printing, economic implosion, basically, in my opinion, a human slavery scheme, a total redistribution of wealth. 
and a pharmaceutical communist bonanza in which the pharmacy industry and their lobbyists, which Trump hired in government, just started funneling tens of billions of dollars to themselves. I'm not saying Vivek Ramaswamy is a bad guy. He's um, I don't personally like fall for his shtick, but I get why people do. He's well spoken. He doesn't, in my opinion, sound very authentic, but he comes across as someone trying to sound authentic. He's very witty. He's willing to debate, which is very honorable. I think that's a good sign that a politician's willing to go on podcasts and be questioned. I, I really respect him for that. And I want to see Vivek Ramaswamy in the position of politics. I wouldn't want Vivek Ramaswamy to be the head of the FDA. He was just, he just came, he just made a billion dollars in the pharmaceutical industry. He should be nowhere near the FDA or HHS. He should really be, in my opinion, like Thomas Massey says, a congressman or a senator, but really a house member first or, or something locally to prove that he really is who he says he is. And, and then people could vote for him, but he doesn't have to do what I'm saying. He could, he might be the vice president. I just don't want a pharmaceutical CEO to be the vice president. And it's not because I'm hateful. It's just, it's not a logical position. Where was this guy in 2017? Where was he in 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022? He said he cried. Vivek, I played the clip on my show a few times. He said he cried on January 6th, which I think he's lying about. So if he's willing to lie about crying on January 6th, what else is he lying about? Maybe he's telling the truth and he really cried on January 6th. Why would a Trump supporter want someone who cried on January 6th to be in the Mike Pence position? I'm you know, I've done a lot of comedy recently. Like if you've noticed over the last few months, I joke around and stuff, but I don't really like argue with people that much anymore. Like I'll, I'll have debates and stuff in the comments, but the energy has been good on the show because I don't even, whatever's going on in Trump world and Vivek world and Republican world and all these conservative influencers and the Mar-a-Lago crowd and the DeSantis, like I, I'm just, I don't even consider what I do that anymore. Like, I'm not trying to be a Republican. I'm a registered Republican. I vote Republican. I don't want to be a politician. I don't care if these people like me or not. Obviously, I would rather people like me who, who doesn't want friends. But I don't, like, whatever they're doing, I don't want to do, and I'm not competing. I'm just going to do my own thing and try to be great. And if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. But I'm, I'm almost coming at my show now as if, like, I'm not even like I'm not doing what all these Republican activists are doing because I can't imagine why you'd want Tulsi Gabbard as a vice president. I can't imagine why you'd want Vivek Ramaswamy as a vice president. People that I think would be good vice presidents, Rand Paul, Thomas Massey. Uh, I don't even like Byron Donalds and like, you know, Tim Scott. Byron Donalds is better than Tim Scott. Tim Scott sucks. Tim Scott's like Mike Pence. Tim Scott is Nikki Haley. Tim Scott is Pompeo. Tim Scott is like Mitt Romney. Like who, who made that guy cool just because he complimented Trump? I just like I don't I don't see things the same way everyone else sees them. And I don't want to you know, I don't want to come across as like salty. So the way that I don't do that is I just kind of do my own thing and just ignore what they're doing and just act like it's not even like a thing, you know, because it's like I'm not competing anymore. So that's my thoughts about Tulsi Gabbard and Vivek. I think they both deserve a position somewhere. But vice presidents one heartbeat away from presidency wanting a pharmaceutical CEO is, is pathologically insane. Uh, wanting someone who is the head of the DNC vice chair four years ago is also a terrible mistake. I would rather a lot of people besides them. And it's not that I don't want them somewhere. It's like with RFK Jr. People always ask me in the comments, like, what do you think about RFK? I like RFK's vaccine activism. I like RFK's fitness routine you know like i think i think it's cool that he works out he probably takes 
possibly performance enhancing drugs, but it's, you know, I don't know. I'm not really into fitness that much to like know his routine and I'm not trying to accuse him of everything, but my friends who work out, they say that he's probably on some stuff, but whatever, you know, he takes care of himself. He's good at vaccine activism. He's very good at like fluoride and, you know, FDA stuff. Like I, I like RFK for that. For president, I'm not blown away by his campaign. I've seen he's taken the knee, he's caved, he's bent the knee for the same people that everyone bends the knee for, and he doesn't seem um, any different, in my opinion. Like, I don't care if RFK wins president or not. In fact, I, I don't think he's going to win president, and I, I'm questioning why he's even running. Is it to get the message out there, or is it to impact the election? Because you, you can't really win independent in my opinion against trump or biden in this election maybe a different one i don't understand what he's doing so that's like my problem solving instead of complaining it's like i think rfk should run the fda vivek should be like a congressman in the house um tulsi gabbard would be good on like a advisory council for foreign policy but i don't want these people to be vice president personally uh i don't trust it so let me know what you guys think i just wanted to talk about that concept one more concept I wanted to talk about, then I'll read a few questions and then uh, I'll, I'll take off. Thank you guys so much. I apologize for the inconvenience. Um, obviously, I would ideally just be working for my spot, so it's not something I want to do. Someone said anomaly bulking up. Uh, why am I going to have flex like that? I got to either flex or not. Now I feel like I'm weak. But yeah, I've been, I'm working out a lot more this year. I'm definitely trying to get way too jacked for the gulag again. The last thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, but by the way, guys, I did buy a brand new laptop for like when I'm leaving and stuff, because I anticipated this year I was going to be traveling more. So I bought like a brand new laptop. I tried to get like the mic should be better. The, the camera should be pretty good. I upgraded and spent, like, I'm trying to reinvest obviously and give you guys quality stuff even when I'm on the road. But um, when it came to the COVID stuff, and I'm not saying this to scare people. It's just I'm speaking out loud. It's a concept that I do believe that they did. When it comes to why they're able to advertise so like precise for all of us, it's because they have all our data. You know, like I'm not paranoid about it. It is what it is in this day and age. There's pros and cons. I do like my privacy, but it's pr too late for that pretty much. Um, you know, th they know what we're buying. They know what we click. They like they have all our data, so they're able to accumulate all that data. And they and it's like there's no mysteries anymore. They can like pinpoint what everyone's doing. With the COVID lockdown, one of the worst things about it, obviously, like there were some pros to it, but mostly cons, in my opinion. I'm not a fan of it for obvious reasons. But one of the biggest cons, besides the mental toll it took on everybody and the physical toll, is they pretty much just have the data on how to lock down. How do you lock down a society? How do you make it shut for two years? How do you get people to fight with each other? I believe, I'm not saying these are staged events. I think they were real events, but I'm just saying as far as the media coverage of them and how it's been portrayed and sold to both sides, George Floyd for the left, January 6th for the right. Here's two narratives that don't have to do with the lockdown and the bipartisan pharmaceutical stuff. So you guys run in circles, get set up, burn things down, freak out. It's like they gave both people, it's like, it's like throwing a bone to like a dog. Like here, here's a blue bone for the blue dog. Here's a red bone for the red dog. Not a red bone if you listen to rap music, not that type of red bone. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, they have the data on all this stuff. So it's like now we are just like I'm just wondering when they're going to use all that data of like who did what, who did this, who did that. I'm not saying they're going to do it. But for example, 
say they wanted everyone to get a Neuralink chip. This is an extreme example. I don't think they're going to do this. I'm not afraid of it. I'm, I'm not a scared person in general, but say they were like, we want a mandate for a brain chip or a mandate for a bracelet. Everyone's got to have a bracelet to pay or buy or sell like the mark of the beast or whatever. And now they have like extreme data on like how to do it. You know, like I never would have thought the whole country could lock down, but it did. I never would have thought mandates would work. Mandates never would work on me because I would never listen because I, I it's not just the vaccine. It's not just the health consequences. It's your freedom consequences. That's what tripped me out so much about the vaccine is like, I understand people want to travel. I, I told people I love cruises. I like to go on cruise. I can't do it. I can't try. Like there's a lot of sacrifices I had to make. Maybe it was easier than me than certain people. Maybe if you were a father that had to pay rent or, or your family was in the hospital, everyone had a struggle and perhaps mine was less than others. So I'm not trying to be overly judgy, but just conceptually, I was like, how are, how is 80% of the country listening to this? It's not about, I'm not afraid of the vaccine or I'm afraid of the vaccine. It's about 80% of people doing this and allowing the government to keep 20% out of society and then all my friends would be like, oh, I'm with you. Okay, then are you going to use your privilege? Yeah, yeah. So you're not with me. It would be like, I mean, I'm not trying to, Oh, is, it would be like if I'm like a captured war prisoner and they're like, oh, I'll rescue you like today. Like, no, no, no. In my head, I would rescue you, but instead I'm going to go like home and leave you there. It's like, that's what was going on. So I wonder when they're going to use this type of stuff again. They have all the data. They have all the analytics. They, they not only have a blueprint they did the blueprint and rolled it out and have real life data which is a million times better than just a concept or an event 201 it, it, they have it all um you know i'm just wondering that's just what i was thinking about it's like seeing how things are going when are they going to use that again of course they're talking about disease x but I don't know that a like I don't think people are going to be afraid of a disease again. Like I don't think they can use this same strategy with the same sort of concept, but another concept I think they could use it for. And other things that I've been looking at too, when it comes to our two allies that we give a lot of money to, it's Ukraine and Israel. We give money to other people, but Ukraine and Israel are huge recipients of foreign aid. Israel is the number one recipient of foreign aid over modern history. Ukraine is the number one recipient recipient in the last couple of years. Um, with that being said, look at what happens in these countries. You know, I, I made a few videos about this and Ukraine went over well, but the Israel one did not go over well. And people like I, I had like people of I mean, most people were fine with it, but fans of mine or supporters of mine on Instagram getting mad at me for talking about this in Ukraine. They were they're still Christian, but before Zelensky and all that, things were different. And then after it's like they'll cancel an election if there's a war going on and left wingers and right wingers, some people like Mike Pompeo and those types, pretty much the whole Republican party, they're like, no, it's okay that Zelensky's doing that because it's at war and this is for democracy. So democracy means if there's a war going on, you can cancel an election. What does that tell you in America? If they're willing to justify it in Ukraine, they're probably not definitely, but possibly, or most likely willing to justify it here. So if there was a war on our soil and they said, oh, we have to do all these things because there's a war in America now, can they now justify shutting down an election? They did it in Ukraine, it, you know, and if, if you're not speaking out against that in your in Ukraine, that means you're willing to probably do it here because that's OK to you. 
Uh, I get that other countries are different, but we're giving a lot of money. If, if Ukraine wasn't taking our money and, and we were at war with Russia, like, then I wouldn't really care what they do. And it's like, it's not our country, but you see these Democrats and Republicans being like, that's okay. Okay. And then in Israel, when the war broke out, they started arresting certain people who questioned the narrative of Netanyahu in a way that they found that was too far. And I just noticed that and I posted about it. And I had a lot of dual citizens, to be honest, of Israel and America said, shut up, shut up, shut up. This is what we want to do. Okay, I don't I don't live in that country. I don't care. But if you're willing to do it there, are you willing to do it here? It's like when they pass an anti-Semitism speech law, nobody talks about it and everybody justifies it. And I speak out against it and they get mad. That shows me you're okay with a speech law that says that you can't say certain things. And in the case of the anti-Semitism speech law, I don't care if you have dual loyalty. I don't even care if you like Israel more than America. You know, there's a lot of people in America who like Mexico more than America. I'm not saying it's like right or amazing, but I don't care. I don't care who you like or what you like. You don't have to like America. You know, and people could say, if you don't like America, leave. It's like, well, everyone has criticism of America. But if you like another country more than America, that's one thing. If you're trying to outlaw people saying that you like another country more than America, when you do like another country more than America, then that's not only extremely sneaky, but it's like pathologically, diabolically ridiculous. You know, where it's like not you, you do do that, but nobody's allowed to talk about it. And you justify speech laws that say it's hate speech to say that you're doing what you're literally doing and everyone knows you're doing. It's crazy. So I just look at patterns all over the place because if our allies will do it, there's a possibility that we'll do it. Not always. Israel's a different country. Ukraine's a different country. But, you know, if that's democracy that we have to protect, then you, you only assume that that's what they think democracy is. And just like with, you know, in America, democracy means like not Trump. It's like that's like a, you know, it's like, oh, we got to protect democracy by just like not letting Trump in. It's like, isn't democracy like letting people vote? I want Trump to beat Biden, sort of, but isn't, no, that's not democracy. So I'm just noticing all these things. And I think smart people have figured this out. And it's not to like stress over or like do too much research and like drive yourself crazy. But, and I was once, I would say, dumb over this stuff. I'm not going to say I'm completely dumb, but I was, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to just like insult other people and seem like a dick. I'll say I, I made this mistake as well. And so do a lot of people. If you just look at the politician, you don't know what's going on. And that's the biggest problem with Trump is people don't look what he does. They just look at him. The left hates it. The right loves it. But they're not paying attention. Read the executive orders. Read the bills. Read the speech laws. Read the money. Read, read the executive order that Trump passed in 2019 for a universal flu vaccine, read, like, which matches the 2018 meeting he had. That's how you know it's going to come. They're not going to pass an executive order not to use it. If they pass a Patriot Act, they're going to use it. If they, if, You understand? If, if they say they're going to spy domestically, then they're going to spy. You don't have to be afraid of it, but it's like that's how you know what's going to happen in a couple of years. I knew mandatory vaccines were coming. I could lie to people like QAnon prophets and be like, oh, I got a code. Oh, I got a code from JFK. He rose from the grave. He rose from the grave and rode a bicycle on acid. And Aldous Huxley and, you know, the string theory, the string cheese incident. I listened to EDM song backwards on acid. It's like, whatever, bro. I could do that. But I'm like, I'm not predicting like in a mystical. I know people love accounts that do that because it makes you feel special and it also makes you feel like subservient to that person like you need me i'm the hero and then you like just keep watching them 
I probably should do that. It would be a better business model. But it's like when people are like, I don't want to listen. It's like, you don't have to listen. It's fine. I'm trying to let people know because the more people who know, the better. It's not like a me thing where I want to be the only one who knows because I'm not. I'm just saying I knew mandatory vaccines were coming, not because I got a code from JFK through a string cheese that I, a polio, you know, like Parmesan I bought from the store. They passed these bills like <laughs> they tried to pass the bills in New Jersey. They tried to pass a bill in California and nobody paid attention. I mean, Dr. Sheba paid attention. RFK Jr. paid attention. Candace Owens paid attention. And a few and holistic moms paid attention. Moms who know about vaccine injuries paid attention. But 95% of politics didn't care because there was no like Trumpy angle to it. They just side did it while everybody was distracted about something else. That's how you know what's coming in this country. Read the bills they're passing. What does it say? Like if they're changing the law, they're going to use that law that they changed. And I'm telling people right now because it might seem unimportant and you might even perceive what I'm saying is hateful, even though it's not. And everyone knows that. But they're changing the definition of anti-Semitism in law in almost every state. And it's not just Democrats doing it. It's Republicans. It's Governor Kemp. It's Ron DeSantis. It's Donald Trump. It's Youngkin. It's all of them. It's just interesting. You don't change laws and change definitions in law to not do something with that. I already know what they're doing with it. But in general, keep an eye on foreign countries that America funds like Ukraine, where if they're allowed to cancel an election or they're allowed to do this, what do our people want to do? You know, and with the data of the lockdown, could they pull it off or could they not pull it off? I, you know, I'm not a fearful person. I'm not afraid. That's just the thoughts that I have. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to read. Someone said the New Testament will become illegal. Right now, the New Testament is illegal, certain parts of it, the synagogue of Satan part and others, multiple parts of it, to be honest. They are technically illegal in some in, in law or could be used in law. I'm not going to say they're like outlawed, but the law has been passed. They haven't used that law yet, and they haven't. There's not been like a major landmark case that everybody pays attention to, but you can't just do something like that because Christians will then figure it out and get upset. But the presidents to basically outlaw the New Testament have been passed into legislation under the anti Semitism laws. Republicans are the ultimate controlled opposition, they're the ultimate deceivers. Ron DeSantis is a self proclaimed Christian, and he passes a speech law for one race, one religion, and and uh, one group of people. And so does Trump. They're the ultimate con artists, the ultimate uh, sellouts, you know, but nobody wants to hear this. So it's like, I've, I just don't care anymore. You know, it's like dumb people get dumb results. You know, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to like live my life in misery because I figured something out that no one else can seem to put together, but it's all there. You know, it's like it's all waiting to be used and it will be used and then everyone will be shocked. And like with a lot of other topics, people will be like, oh, yeah, Anomaly told me that three years ago. Oh, yeah, I can't believe that happened. It's like and then all these right wing accounts will be like, I'm so shocked. Amy Coney Barrett, Amy Coney Barrett. It's like, hmm. It's almost like I said that three years ago. You know, it's like they're in this perpetual state of like half truthing you acting freaked out by something that's totally obvious and then just like running you in a cycle, you know? And it's like, I'm done competing with these people. I'm not, I don't do what they do. I don't even consider like, I'm not, I'm not whatever that is. That's not me. Um, 
And it's funny because they'll say too, like, they'll be like, you're so hateful. It's like, watch my stream and watch their stream. I'm way less hateful. I'm way less angry. I'm way less uh, like freaking out people out. I'm way less like attacky. I'm just pointing stuff out. And it's not that the left's doing nothing wrong because they absolutely are doing almost everything wrong. And what they're doing to the kids is insane. And like, I'm all on board with that. But that's what they do on right wing accounts is they just talk about the left all the time. Because if you're always looking at the left, you're never able to see yourself. And that's what the left does. They look at the right all the time and it creates these two little cycles and nothing changes. You know, every I've seen probably like 40 political ads in the last couple of months for local politicians, all 40 of them were Democrats. I haven't got I'm a registered Republican who doesn't vote Democrat. I haven't voted Democrat since 2016. And even then it wasn't locally. It was just in a primary against Hillary Clinton. But um, all I'm getting is Democrat ads, right? On top of that, I'm getting at every Democrat ad talks about Trump. Like people don't realize, and I'm not saying it's going to work, but like they all use Trump. I, I still believe that they purposely elevated Trump because they knew he was an easy candidate to beat because they need Trump in order to have an opposition. They're like the fake opposition of Trump. Everyone is, he's a MAGA extremist. It's Trump, Trump. This guy likes Trump. This guy's spoken with Trump. Even if it's not Trump, they play off of Trump. All the Democrats have is Trump to, to, to use to like mobilize their base. Like they've created a villain out of him. And that's like the driving force of how they get votes and, and, and money. Um, we'll see what happens. Someone said, and Beyonce, you, you spelled her name Bounce. Beyonce put out a country song yeah i haven't even listened to it it's called like texas hold'em it's like i don't know they're like oh this country this this radio station's racist because they won't play beyonce or what it's like eh, you know it's reminding me i'm not saying it is because i'm not a beyonce hater she's talented jay-z you know i don't like his politics but i think he's a great rapper personally um it's like it feels very like bubble wallace to me you know like there's there's a black nascar driver nothing wrong with it but then it's like he creates this whole scene and it's like, you know, like just race and be great, dude. People love black people in white sports. If you're awesome, Tiger Woods, I'm not saying it's a white sport, but like look at the demographics of golf. Most people are like white. And then there's like some Asians and there's some like Spaniards and stuff, but it's a lot of white dudes. It just is. I'm not saying you have to be, I, I'm mostly white and I suck at golf, but I'm just saying, did people not like Tiger Woods? No, they love Tiger Woods. You know why? Because he didn't say a garage pull was like a threat to him. He just played golf and was awesome. Tiger Woods is, is the man. Um, <clears throat> I'm not saying Beyonce's a great artist, but when my introduction to her country song is people complaining that it's racist, that they won't play it on the radio, it's just like cringe. You know, it makes me not want to listen to it at all. I'm not saying that's her fault. It might have been her fans or whatever, but it feels very like Bubba Wallace to me. Like, let, let's do this and then cause a scene and cry racism. And it's like, let's not do that. It's annoying. Uh, someone said Beyonce and Jay-Z won't have to whine and cry. The CMAs will give her an award. Yeah, then like that's the annoying part. I mean, I know my audience knows, but it's like, just let great people be great. But it's like if Beyonce doesn't get five awards, not the CMTs, they'll be like, oh, my gosh, they're just doing it because she's this or that. A guy that I like, the lead singer of Hootie and the Blowfish, his name is uh, Darius Rucker. He's such a nice guy. He's such a happy guy. Like, he's awesome. I watched an interview with Darius Rucker, and he said that when he did country music, he got into country and from, from rock music, and the executives tried to tell him, 
are, are you sure you want to get into country because they're racist and they might not like a black singer? And in the interview, I was watching a Darius record. He was like, I never even thought of that. I guess it's true, but I never thought of it. And he's like, and then I dropped my music and it like went number one and everybody in country loved me. Like his song Wagon Wheel. I think it's a remix, but it's like one of the most popular country songs in recent history. It's, it's got like almost a billion streams probably, if not more. And, and like the executives were chirping in his ear. Here's a black guy who's cool, nice, loves it, doesn't cry racism, is enjoying himself, crushing everything he does. And the execs are chirping like, oh, racism, racism, racism. And he's like, maybe, I guess, but I don't see it. I don't have a problem with it. I dropped my country song. People, you know why? Because he he just made a good song. He like he dropped good music and people like no one. No one's trying to gatekeep that. It's just like it's annoying when it's so forced and it's like, let's get in and then force it. It's like, dude. Everyone would, would know who Bubba Wallace was if he was winning as many races as like Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt Jr., but he probably wasn't. So now it's like now we all have to know about him from a scandal. It's just like super cringe. But yeah, someone said Hootie wasn't rock. I mean, they were very soft pop, I guess, like folk rock, soft pop. But he didn't do country is the point I was trying to make. And then he jumped into country and he had success and no one was racist and his life is awesome. And he smiles a lot just a happy guy you know people like Darius Rucker and even like Lil Wayne you might not like Lil Wayne but they understand where it's like nothing is guaranteed nothing's given the energy you put out is what you get not everyone's gonna like you but they're they're two people that don't complain a lot and and they get a lot of blessings because they just do their work you know it's like no one owes you anything and when when you overthink these things sometimes you manifest them where it's like Maybe, maybe someone's just a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like you ever gone to a barista and they're super nice. And then sometimes they're super shitty. Like maybe they're racist or maybe they're just having a bad day. Uh, you know, like, but if you're always thinking it's racism, then it's like, I don't, I don't even think these things like politics or any, like, I don't walk around like, Oh, maybe they don't like me because of my politics. Like I don't live in that reality. Most people are cool. And when they're not, I just keep it moving. It's, I don't overthink anything like that ever. And if I did, I would probably manifest so many weird situations and i remember one time it was this i don't remember who he was some music executive that was trying to sign me i don't think he was at a label but i think he was like a manager or something i was driving in his car or he was driving me and he and he, he got off the phone with, with like a phone company and, and like he hung up and he was like they hate black people and he's like you know these phone companies hate black people and I'm like, dude, phone like phone companies hate everybody. Like, I one of my worst customer experiences, customer service experiences, was with a phone company. They 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 scammed me at the store. They gave me a iPad that I didn't need. Said it was free, but it wasn't free. It was some fake ass plan that they wanted me to pay for two years. I was like, hell no. Long story short, four hours on the phone. These people were trying to scam me. I'm like, bro, I'm not paying for this shit. This crazy. Like, sorry, I'm not trying to be yelling at you guys, but. Phone companies, they they they're just their customer service just sucks. Not all the time, but sometimes. So it's like if you think everything's racist, you're like, oh, they hate me because I'm black. It's like, no, phone companies are diverse in their hatred towards their customers. They have like borderline monopolies over the industry, not totally, but like they don't they don't care if you lie, like cry or you know, it's like terrible customer service. Every, it, they, it's not like white people are on the phone and they're like, oh, for sure, we'll hook you up with that cracker plant. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, you know, it's like whatever. They, they they hate me as much, I'm pretty sure. And I didn't even do anything. So can you say that word? Is that like against guidelines or something? I think they tried to be like equal and make like slurs against guidelines. So hopefully, hopefully we're safe out here. It's a joke. I was talking about uh, 
I was talking about uh, what's it called? Like saltines. There we go. Remember when Alex told you about Monsanto? Well, Alex just want to say that Alex told you. I don't know what you're talking about. I've heard about Monsanto for like decades, though. I don't know if it was Alex who told me. Are you talking about Alex Jones? I would assume. All of this animosity and anger, says Stephen, comes from the campaign to dismantle our relationships because they know it's the only way. I hear you. Ritz crackers? Yeah. Who knows what those ingredients are, though? They're probably terrible. Someone said, I'm a tech for a major phone company. I try to respect all my customers. I'm an outside technician. Rich or poor, doesn't matter what the ethnicity you are. Yeah, and listen, I'm not like phone technicians. You're a good guy. I don't take it out on, well, I try not to, but uh, it's not it's not your fault and it's not even like customer service reps' fault. It's just policy. Like you can't just walk into AT&T and make your own policy. You know, you have to follow certain guidelines. So I, I know it's not the fault, but I'm, I, I have an attitude. Like I'm super nice, but when, when there's like something scammy, I'm just tired of all the scams in this country. It's like, can anyone just stop scamming everybody all the time? Like it's annoying. Someone said Ritz is banned in Europe. Not surprised if true. Canada's messed up and getting worse. I, I, I could see that. I'm going to make some chocolate chip cookies later. Sounds delicious. Someone said anomaly. The earth is flat, brother. Don't make it weird. I'm not making it weird, San Cal. You just made it a little weird, but you know, we like it a little weird here. Not too weird, because then I'm gonna have to call the cops. But no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I'm trying to have Bryce Mitchell on my stream. Like he goes on podcasts all the time. I'm trying to we we talk a little bit. I'm trying to get him out here. He's a flatty patty, you know. He likes to talk about the Earth shape, so that would be fun. Someone said you can't, bro. You can't fix America without gold sneakers and NFT. Where we go one, we go all. I got you, Rusty. QAnon sent those gold sneakers. Oh, Patriots, read the message board and the anonymous guys on YouTube who just constantly lie to you and play you. The gold sneakers are not sneakers. What word sounds like sneakers? Speakers. Speakers. Oh, you're thinking of music, but what else is a speaker? A speaker is like CPAC. Who's at CPAC? CPAC. The leader of El Salvador. What's near El Salvador? Argentina. Who is the president of Argentina? Javier Mali. Who else is a Javier? Some guy. I'm not going to say. Misdirection. That's for Adam Schiff and Chrissy Teigen to not know what we're talking about. So now for my patriots who can decode this, but the other people can't. That was to throw you off the trail. Not Javier Mali. I'm talking Argentina, Lionel Messi. It's about to get real messy, folks, because QAnon, any day now, he's dropping the hammer on the deep state with the golden shoes. Amen. I hear you, bro. Trust the plan, man. It's it's coming around the corner. Any day now. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. I remember during the lockdown, they were like, this is it, Patriots, we got our lockdown, yeah, the Vatican's shivering in their boots, Trump hired pharmaceutical people to print trillions of dollars, and now they're making more money than they've ever made, they really hate him, it's like, yeah, yeah, dude, they're, they, they hate making record profits, it sucks when the government funds you, buys your doses, owns part of the patent, it's rough out there for these pharmaceutical executives who just mysteriously get top government positions in every administration they really don't know what's going on 
Dude, I can't believe this election's Trump versus Biden. It's like it's believable, but it's just like really 81 and 77. That's that's what we're doing. And and like Democrats knew it's like Biden can't beat anyone. He's too old. He can only beat the other old guy that everyone else loves and hates. So they like elevated Trump and then patriots are like we have to get revenge. Revenge time on the it's like I'm like what I don't even live in that reality, so I'm. I only make jokes about it, but I'm not even going to get mad anymore because it's like I, I'm just like letting people do that. It's like furries, you know. I don't go to a furry convention and tell people to dress normally, so I'm not. I'm not diving into these worlds anymore. Thank you, Cosmic Diana. I appreciate you. Uh, Biden has no shot. It's going to be a 50-50 election. Biden has a shot. Trump has a shot. I would say RFK has virtually no shot, but I don't. It's going to be like a battle of like who screws up less or I, Democrats. They definitely have a ground game. Like I'm not a Republican activist, so I don't know what they're doing. But like Democrats are out all over the country registering people doing stuff like Cernovich says this sometimes. And it's so true. Like Kid Rock concerts or Trump rallies like there should be registries there. I mean, probably a Trump rallies there, but like. Democrats do it at, at all events. Like Republicans need to go to like country concerts, Travis Tritt, you know, tours with like Kid Rock, UFC events, like register people outside of those the same way Democrats register people outside of Taylor Swift concerts or, or, or independent. I don't know who does it or how like the legalities of it, but it's like a nonprofit. Like they're doing that. So to me, and I, I don't know this for sure, because I know Scott Presler does something, but besides him, no one really does that much. My thought is this, and I know it's not popular and, you know, whatever. I'm, it's just how I feel. Democrats, they work to win elections. Republicans work to just make themselves famous and make money. Like they're they're just doing like Mar-a-Lago tours. They're dressing up. They're taking selfies with Lara Trump. Like that's what Republicans do. Democrats are like out on the streets getting all the kids to vote for them. Republicans are just hanging out at Mar-a-Lago sucking the golden calf because they know win or lose, they're still famous and rich in that economy. And they just want to be popular because most of these people, if being loyal to Trump weren't a way to just grift and get popular, these people don't have that much talent or like skill set to do anything that anyone would really care about. So they like never want this moment to pass them. So to me, it's like you can only talk about how the election was stolen for so long. Then you got to fix it and then figure out ways to beat it, even if it's slightly rigged. Republicans don't do that, though. They're not trying to fix anything. They get mad at the Republicans who do fix stuff. They don't talk about it. Their whole life is like a Trump cosplay drama. And at the influencer level, there's so much money to be made doing that. Like, you know, so I don't I think I, I think Trump easily could win. I think Biden easily could win. But I think Democrats spend most of their manpower figuring out how to register people and win. And Republicans spend most of their manpower playing victim, saying it's our, they're going to lose and it's going to get stolen and just making money at like Republican events to like extremely passionate fans who, who, who could, they can make a lot of money off of. So, you know, like I look at, it's even like with Fox news, I, I don't think I'm a fit for Fox news and I don't care, but like, I'm looking at the people that they give gigs to like they they like people that are like good looking people but completely empty. Like if you're good looking and really smart or or just like ugly, they probably don't want to work with you. I'm just being honest. Like cuz they like all of their people they just have like nice jawbones and stuff and they just sit there and say the same thing on loop. They're like Russia collusion, Trump's innocent, the judge is corrupt. It's like we know that. Like you know like how how many how much 
programming are people going to watch about like the judges being corrupt? Like, I agree. I've talked about it. It's just like, that's all they do. They want like the dumbest people that look good because they don't want anyone to rock the boat. Um, they, 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 or they'll pick like some old person that they're friends with that has no pull. That'll be like the blacks love the sneakers. There's nothing the blacks more than the sneakers in the urban. And it's like, it just, it's not like racist. It's just cringe and nobody likes that stuff. And then it's like, you know, if only you had a 34 year old rapper who has a billion views, millions of followers and is friends with like people in the rap and rock and roll hall of fame who like knows people and, and, and like is friends with UFC fighter. It's like, you know, they don't, they're not interested in that. Like they, Republicans are good at re reacting to stuff. They, they don't have like good, they don't like talented people. And I, I'm not saying just me. It's just like, the, it, it's like, if you guys don't want to work with me, at least let me turn on the television and just see people that are so much better than me that I'm like, all right, I'm not good enough. Cause I'm pretty self-aware. Tucker Carlson's the only person I've ever been like semi-impressed with. His show was great. His monologues were great. He's great at what he does. You might not like Tucker. You might love him. He's great. Everyone else, there's nothing there that I can't do. You know, Tucker's great. The rest of them, Jesse Waters is doing his thing, but it's not really my cup of tea. I don't watch the news, but like every, it's like they, they want these guests who just yell generic things like that, that you know, to their audience. I, it, I don't get it. And then when it comes to the other media companies, they're running businesses. And I, I think that it's better to have like somebody that looks good with an empty head because they're e they're easier to like. I, I don't know if I'd say puppet, but like they're easier to control. Like you don't I, I don't know. I don't see things that way. So it's not. But also, I don't run like a huge multi-billion dollar business. So that, that's why I don't run a big business. I'm sure you have to do that to run that. So I'm not trying to be hateful, but. Like my thought is like, okay, Candace Owens is great. Let me elevate her. Oh, Brandon Shaka's message is good five years ago. Let me elevate that. Oh, this guy makes a good message. That's always been my thing is like, I want more talented people. And if someone's, if someone's underrated, I know it could get views. I People don't know this because I have other pages, but like uh, I've gotten other people, hundreds of millions of views, hundreds of millions of views. Because I just was like, this is really good. And and nobody knows how good it is. Or people do know. And I, But other people don't think that way. They're like, can I profit off this person? And it's like, if you're great, they love you. But if they can't make money off you, they try to hide you. You understand? I'm already having that happen now. And I'm not trying to like bitch about it. But it's like, I know people that like want to sign me and want to own my stuff. But the second that it like that it's like not only do they not want to do it they don't even want people to see me because it's like if, if people see me they'll like it but if they don't own it they don't want people to see it i've never been like that so anybody i've ever helped like i don't own anything off of them you know it's just like we're all my thought is maybe i'm naive it's like the more people the better the safer it is for everyone the better like you know if you have millions of voices instead of like 10 voices it's only gonna help everything you know it, it's like beneficial in 50 different ways um, and it's already kind of working. Like I, you know, I was talking to somebody the other night, my buddy that works at a company and like, I'm not saying me particularly, but like conservatives and Republicans and, and, and truthers or whatever, we've won a, a lot over the last couple of years, like five years ago. It's like, don't pay them. Don't let them go here. Don't let them do this. Don't let them do that. And the advertisers, not all of them, but like there's money to be made off of conservatives. And if you don't want to 
you know, if, if you don't want to make money with them, then someone else will. Like people will sponsor Theo Vaughn. People will sponsor Joe Rogan, Andrew Schultz, Daily Wire. There's big money being made because it's like they they have an audience and there's enough companies now that they, they're like, I can't just, how long can you ignore Trump supporters and conservatives and patriots and freedom fighters? Like that's more than half the country at this point. Not everybody likes Biden or his left. So I feel like we've won that battle. You're seeing these massive contracts going out. But now it's like, that's my only question because like I, there are people that i am impressed with and then i look at like fox news and all these other companies and it's like are they allergic to talented people i don't need anything but like i would love to work with someone that we could elevate together but i'll like turn on the it's like where do they find these people that they're putting on television like it's it, it's like so astronomically cringe i don't know what they're doing and you know as everything like look at vice is laying off a bunch of people like la times is laying off a bunch of people if you don't get the talented people under your wing, they're going to make money other places, you know? So it's like, you're going to, you're going to suffer one way or another. I don't, I just don't know what they're doing really. But when it comes to left-wing media, they're falling apart. Like they're literally going bankrupt. And then the right-wing media is kind of just sucking it up, but they're kind of phony now too. It's interesting. I don't really know what's going to go on, but when it comes to like uh, other can, like I don't know if I would even say conservative, but like bigger media companies, like I'll I'll know friends that get signed to a company, and they'll go to you, and they'll be like they'll go or they'll go to me, and they'll be like, why haven't any why hasn't anyone done that with you? And I'm like, I don't know, but like it is what it is. Like my Facebook page is 1.6 million people. I'm I'm reaching as many people as like most of the people at Daily Wire. Um, I don't know why I have a huge Instagram. I have huge engagement, thousands of comments on most of my videos, uh, hundreds of thousands of followers. Like it's real compare my engagement to even people with more followers. Like my audience is real, reaching tens of millions of people on Twitter every week. I don't know what more they want from me. I've done this for myself seven or eight years, but I don't know. It is what it is. It's not like I'm desperate or I need anything. I'm, I'm just like, I know that I'm only good at certain things. I'm good at social media. I'm good at this. I'm not a great lighter. My lighting is not great. My, you know, I'm not a master editor by any means. Like I, I would much rather work with talented people, which I am. I'm, I, I've, I've filmed a few documentaries. I'm working on stuff. It's not like I'm doing nothing, but I, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I've come to the conclusion that, you know, mainstream right-wing media, they just like, like empty people with pretty faces. <laughs> and then like other media, they, they, I don't know if it's that they don't have good taste or they just want something like safe, but I've talked about this before because I think it's funny and true. Um, it's like if I got like paint dumped on my head by Antifa, that then then I would get a contract. Like a billion views and millions of followers and huge engagement doesn't matter. It's like I need I need like a crazy event to just like happen and then everyone will want to talk to me. But I don't I don't want that. And it's just I don't get it. Like I don't you know. Like that's how they operate. The right is really good at reacting reacting to a tragedy, reacting to something, reacting to a big event. They're not that good at like creating stuff. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I think Democrats, that's why they're, that's why even during a Trump administration, we lose and we lose ground is because they're, they're plotting in a very intelligent strategic way. And Republicans are just like 50 steps behind, just like reacting to something crazy. Um, the fact that you have conviction is a great thing, said Jay. Yeah, I've always had conviction. I don't know. I think that's something that can't be taught. But like when I was 19 and poor, 
I turn down record deals. So if I'm 19 and poor and I turn down record deals, um, now that I actually have stuff, it's going to be even harder to make me do something. You know, I had conviction when I had nothing. So what I don't, I don't have nothing anymore. So, you know, it's even stronger. Can you do the paint dumped on your head at a Trump event? I don't want, I don't want paint dumped on my head. Like I'm not that uh, desperate. I just think it's funny, but yeah, I don't, if I really wanted to do like get attention, I could figure it out. The streaming world is doing that now. Like there's streamers like Aiden Ross, Sneeko. I don't know if you guys have heard of these people, but it's a whole streamer world. Aiden Ross, Sneeko are two big ones. There's other ones. They're streaming. It's like reality TV in real time where they're always doing crazy stuff. They're getting in fights. They're sparring UFC fighters. That world is very similar where it's like, how do we get attention? How do how does something crazy and dramatic happen that goes viral? And I personally believe, not all of them, but a lot of the streamers, they're planning fake drama in order to get people to pay attention. Like Bobby Altoff, this is some random industry plant that no one's ever heard of that now she's like this cute Jake that is all over the place. It's like, oh my gosh, this happened with this. They know, like, I just don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think attention and fame is like good. You know, I don't like, uh, money's nice. It's also can lead to evil, but stability is nice. Respect is nice. A career is nice. Obviously who, who doesn't want a career, but like, I don't think just like trying to get people to look at you like that, that could be bad. You know, it's like, it, but that's what they're doing. Cause like these people, they don't care. Not all of them, but like, you get what I'm saying? It's like, they've mastered the art of like, let's fake a drama. Let's fight each other. You punch me in the face. I'll punch you. We'll really fight, but we don't, we're, we're so reckless. Cause we know even if something bad happens, it's good for streaming. There's a whole world of people doing this. So, um, I don't know if I really wanted something, I could probably figure that out. Like it's, but I, I don't see the benefit for me personally. Like I don't, it's like Instagram. I could post five times a day. It would be way better for my page, but I'm not desperate to, for more followers. Like I have four, 460,000 and I have get millions of views a week. Like what do I need? A million followers, 2 million, 5 million. It's like a girl that gets a lot of like plastic surgery. It's like, some people just get one or two things done. They're like, all right, I'm done. Others, it's like, there can always be more. There can always be more. You don't want to drive yourself crazy like that. So even with money this year, this year, I'm kind of like, obviously, like you want to pay rent. You don't want to be broke. You don't want to go negative. But in the last couple of years, it's like I'm running a business and it's not like I'm uh, sacrificing my quality or soul or anything. But like you do see numbers. I do pay rent. I pay rent. I have health insurance. I have bills. Like I got five, six different bills. So when you're always in a cycle, it could drive you crazy. So this year I'm like, I'm willing to sacrifice even more money. I, I never sold out or anything. I'm just saying like, I don't want to be in the rat race. So like I'll make thousands less a month. I'll like, I'll, I'll, I might, maybe I'll take a week off and make a, an album I wanted to do or something. Like I'm doing things that I want to do that maybe aren't great for business, but at the same time, uh, I enjoy and, and it's like a long-term investment. So that's kind of like my goal of this year is like, obviously I want to do well, but I, I don't want to just like, I don't know, you know, there's always something more you can do. That's what I'm saying with fame. It's like, yeah, of course I don't want zero people listening to my podcast. You want to grow and not fall off the map, but you know, I'm not, I'm not like, Oh, let me stage an event or like do something crazy in order to get everyone to like me type of vibe. Like that's just not my vibe. And I don't, I'm not desperate for it, like in that way. Um, with that being said, even with this sort of stuff, like if you take two weeks off, like say I said, hey, I, I need a month off or something, like I could do it. But you know, the algorithms, it's it's hard. 
it's hard to 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 ramp up um like momentum when you have no momentum so that like that's been me the last couple of years i'm not asking for any sympathy because i'm totally fine and i'm very blessed but my like i was not only broke but like once i got momentum the reason I got a billion views and the reason I've had so much success is because I just kept going. I never stopped every day. I'm not trying to squander this, but that's kind of the scary part is like once you're on this loop, I haven't stopped in like five years. This year, I'm slowing it down a little bit because it's like, yes, I don't want to lose momentum, but I also don't want to lose my sanity or, you know, what I'm saying my health. So I, I got to like, you know, turn it off sometimes. I was doing like seven days a week. Like to me for a long time, a day off would be me doing other work on Saturday and Sunday, like and not doing a video, but doing like 10 hours of other work that I don't do during the day because I don't have time to do it. So it's like, I don't think I took a day off for like years, you know, except for like cruises and stuff where I just completely turned everything off and scheduled posts. But it's like, that's exhausting, you know? So, but it's also like scary. Like, you know, imagine just being like, Hey guys, I'm going to leave for two months. Like what if, you know, I could come back. I'm sure people would care, but it's like algorithmic. The, the, the momentum is like, you can't just like get it back, you know, in some case, like I understand how this stuff works. So this year it's like, I I don't want to like fall off completely. And I'm not, I'm not trying to do that, but I'm not driving myself crazy. I'm, I'm trying to be like way more calculated and uh, not, you know, like sacrifice here and there and then, and then make it back in, in different ways. Um, a lot of people in the comments are talking about Shiva. He gets a lot of love. I've had him on the show twice. I follow him on Twitter. Um, yeah. Someone said off topic, but your Bernie Sanders voice was hilarious. The 1%. I can't do it now. It's I'll get, I'll get you with the Bernie Sanders one again. I just, I don't want to force it and blow and blow my cover. And then everyone's going to say it's not funny anymore. Um, Randy's gaming said Psalm 119 verse 11, Yo, bro, you said in the last one, you should probably read the Bible all the way. That's cool. But I believe it's about reading daily, staying in the word and staying in consistent fellowship with him. Thank you for the super chat. And I hear you. I I don't disagree. Someone said it's not even that good. Listen, I didn't say my Bernie Sanders impression was good. I Someone else said that. So I think it's like a seven out of 10, but I do think I'm funny. Eddie Bravo, great guy. I've been on his podcast. I love Eddie Bravo. Is there a secret sash in the works? There'll be one, yeah. But you got, you know, if, if it's that, if you're that stressed out about it, Karen, because I've seen, I've seen you comment and be like, I didn't like this one and that one. Just unsubscribe. I literally just talked for ten minutes about how I've been working five years straight and I'm exhausted, and for my mental and physical health, I need to like tone it down a little bit. Yes, I'll do one. But since you've already complained about certain, I, I would. Personally, I'd rather if you just unsubscribe because like I don't I don't need like the pressure from you to like do things every two seconds and like you don't like it. It's like click the X. I'd rather make five or ten dollars less a month and like have you breathing down my neck when I literally just told you how my last six years has been. Um, But I appreciate your support. It's just like that's where I'm at. Um, So I said my kids listen to you in the car after school. Well, I try to, I try to make it, um, I try to make it family friendly, but it's not always. I'm, I'm an adult and I slip up quite often. Someone said unfair. I don't complain. I'm not upset at you at all. I'm just saying, like you have complained before, and you've been like, oh, this wasn't up to standard. It's like I, I'm not. I'm so grateful for everyone supporting. I'm just saying, like this 
if it's not up to standard, just unsubscribe. I'm, I just told you, like, I've been working for five years straight. I'm exhausted. Um, I'd rather lose thousands of dollars than be like a robot, just like a slave. Like, but you know, like I'm over that this year. So if you don't understand what I'm saying, it's fine. So I said, find a dime that will put, find a dime bet that will put some steamy in you. Osama, is that Osama bin Laden? Who said that? Osama bin Biden? Bro, thank you for the super chat, but that comment, totally unacceptable. I'm not even sure what you you, you meant by that, but I, I don't condemn a lot of things because I do believe in free speech. I 100% condemn whatever you just said, and, uh, you know, that's a warning. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you. Where do I buy my clothes? Uh a store i'm not i'm not like a big shopper i don't know i'm not it's not like i'm going on like shopping sprees and i even know where i bought the, this shirt i don't even know where it's from to be honest other other clothes i don't know i i make a lot of clothes and i have a lot of clothes someone said read the positive post please most of them are positive i'm not you know in for that person because i know they're a big supporter i'm not upset at you i'm not angry i'm just like i'm not like a like a your little dog like you got to stop with that like going you know like i appreciate the support but like that's where i'm at this year like i have money i have time i have resources i'm not saying i don't i'm not grateful but like i'm not running in circles working like 70 hours i can't my, my health can't do it if you actually like me you would hear what i'm saying and not do that and, and if that's a problem i'm totally fine with losing whatever amount of money i have to lose to get people to stop doing that to me. So that's I'm not trying to be rude or mean. It's just like, that's literally where I'm at. And, and I don't think people understand that. And I'm just telling you. Someone said, sometimes anomaly seems a little sensitive. Yeah, I definitely am sensitive in many ways. I'm not denying it. It's just like, it's a real show. I really talk, I really read comments. It's just like, for me, I'm being transparent with you guys. Name uh, name someone else, and I'm sure they exist, but name someone else that has a billion views that's made tens of thousands of videos over, and, and worked as hard as I worked for the last six years with no team, with no manager, with no agent, with nobody answering emails, with nobody answering. Everything I do is myself. I'm exhausted. I'm not trying to be rude or mean. I'm so grateful for people, but I'm exhausted. I don't think that there's anybody out there. And if there are, it's 0.0001%. Not only does barely anybody on earth have the results I had? Not only have I hit top five in the world, I've beaten even billion dollar news companies on Facebook analytics before. That's when they started smearing me when I was number two or three out of every Facebook page on the entire earth. And that's the biggest social platform ever by myself with a zero dollar budget with no manager, with no nothing else. I'm grateful for this, but it's like, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not just like sensitive, which I am partially. I'm tired. You know, I like... There's people, and I'm not hating, I'm just doing a comparison. There's people at Daily Wire that make millions of dollars. And I'm not talking about Matt Walsh or Candace Owens or the, the popular ones. I'm talking about other people that make millions of dollars, that have 50 people teams. What the hell is that? I was like, what the heck? Um, I, is that a thumbs up and it did that? That was crazy. I don't know what the hell that was. But um, they make millions of dollars. They have 50, 60 people working with them. They have writers, they have filmers, they have editors, they have everything. They, they've had it for five, six years, right? They have everything at their disposal, money, millions of dollars to add. 
dozens of, of employees. Their Facebook's smaller than mine. Their Instagram's smaller than mine. Their YouTube channel's smaller than mine. Their Twitter's smaller than mine. They've made a pebble of an impact compared to what I've made. I'm not bragging about that. I'm just saying like, I'm tired, you know, and none of these companies want to work with me because I tell the truth. So, you know, they're not really like uh, interested. They'd rather like some blank face or some person that they can control. So someone said, you must slow the momentum for a while. My, my year has been good. I'm not complaining. My life is good. My year has been good. My pace has been great. I've been going to the gym more. Um, you know, taking time for myself. I, I'm an, I'm a, I'm a hard worker either way. I was just doing too much for too long and it's nobody's fault but my own, but it's like, I just want people to understand like how, how hard it was to do all this stuff and how like I can name half of the staff at other companies, like compare all their socials because they got million dollar budgets and they still can't compete. They have 50 people working on their account they don't even post every post that i made i'm finding i'm making i'm 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 doing the caption but that's why it works so well in my opinion is because it's real like when i make a witty joke in my caption i made the joke it wasn't a team that came up with it it's not you know so it's all good it's just like this year you know i'm just taking it at a different pace and it's been fine and i've been working a lot it's just i have to do it Thank you, James. He said, thank you for snapping me out of Grandpa Moderna. No problem. Someone said, I'm sure you already tried to connect with other like-minded people so you could spread the word. Yeah, of course. Um, there, you know, there's certain projects I've done. I filmed two documentaries in the last year, one that I'm trying to have a bigger role in and promote, but uh, I've done a lot. I'm always looking for great people, you know, different ways to do stuff. This year has been fantastic. Last year was great too. It's just like I'm 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 working at a good speed. It's just in order to get to this speed, I had to I had to tell myself because it's like, you know, when you're making money and doing a bunch of stuff and have expenses, there's always like more and less. And to be honest, I don't regret it because things were cooking on my Facebook and I, I knew how long is this gonna last. Like obviously I could just make more, but like when certain things are when it's not broke, you don't fix it. So I was like. I worked really, 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 really hard over the last two, three years with no manager or anything. And now I, I, you know, I did it for a reason. There's a season for everything. And now that I'm in this season, I'm, I'm taking it slower, taking more, I'm not going to say losses, but it's like, I'm not going to just count numbers and likes and followers. Like, I don't even care. Like, you know, it, it's just like, I got to just put out good content try to try to enjoy myself. And then, uh, you know, also work hard, but like at a different speed. When am I going to collab with Barricade Garage? I don't know, but I like that guy. Could I interview Scott Presler? Yeah, I, I definitely should. I've I've hit him up before. I'll hit him up again. Um, Scott is like, he does important work that no one wants to do. So yeah, I, I would love to interview Scott. Dave said, Anomaly always sees my posts. I don't know if that's true, but I saw that one. Someone said, I took a 20K a year pay cut just so I could work 40 hours a week. I'm tired too. Yeah, hopefully what I'm saying is relatable. I'm not, I'm, I'm so grateful. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I'm just being very transparent where like, you know, it, it's weird. Cause like with Facebook, it's like, if you don't post three times or four times a day, it's like, you, you feel like you're not doing enough. So it's like, oh, let me look for this. Let me do this. Let me look like, you know, it's just like, ah, and it's like, all right, well, let me do it at a more fun pace. Did I see the right wing version of the moon landing? No. Uh, Osama bin Biden said, wasn't meaning to insult you or apologize. I meant get a good woman goes far for support. 
No, dude, I, I was just trolling you. I, I appreciate you. And I, I wasn't trying to like seriously be rude. I just thought it was like a funny bit. But no, I got what you were saying. Or I hope I got what you were saying. I don't know. I'm good. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, eventually you want like the right forever woman. But I'm life. my life is good. Everything's good. Like, I appreciate you. But yeah, you know, you want quality over quantity. It's okay to say you're tired. I'm not really tired today or anything, but uh, I I just have to work at a different pace. I mean, I would love to like disappear for a month, not literally disappear, but like work on an album. But the thing is, I've built my business on social media. So if I leave for a month, I'm losing a lot of money. Like now I think like that, not like, oh, I'm so selfish. I just want money, money, money. It's just like, this is my business now. So it's like, if I just stop doing what I'm doing on a dime for a month or two months to do something else, not only do I lose all the algorithm stuff, it's like I could lose everything. So like I've, I've been thinking like that where I don't want to lose everything. And uh, but that's just the truth. You know, it's like I'm it's almost like I have to do everything all the time. And I, it, it has been trying to figure out like the right pattern. But that's how I've I've banked a lot. Um, you know, not like me. I don't know what a lot is. There's probably way richer people that do this stream and I'm not trying to get into it. But like I I didn't just like spend all my money and now I need a job or something like I'm I, I was smart. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have a lot of expenses. I, I saved everything and I just like, you know, I don't I'm not like a big spender and I'm not super materialistic, although I do like nice things. Not gonna lie. Um, I, I, I can afford to take a break or at least do it slower. I can afford to move at a different speed. And I'm doing that this year. I'm getting jacked. I'm doing more social media consulting. I'm doing things that I like to do. I might one day, probably not this year because it's an election year, but I might like one year just like take a two month break, lose tens of thousands of dollars and just try to record like a really great album. You know, it's, it's like business wise, it's not short term good, but it could be long term good. I don't know. I'm just trying to do things differently and not not be stale but do i think beyonce had something to do with Aaliyah's death i never heard that theory so off the top no i i don't but i never i never even like looked into that version of the theory uh that's that's one that i don't know much about i know that she died in a plane crash though um someone said i used to not be smart but now i'm getting smart and smarter <laughs> that's good uh Someone said you've worked, you've woken people up. Yeah, but also it's like, I, I'm not trying to like make people feel bad. I, there's people that work harder than me. Like I've done harder jobs than this. It's just like everything at a pace. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you find creative ways to monetize, there's a lot of different moves. Like it, things are good. I'm just, I'm just letting people know. Like when people are like, can you do this? Can you do this? It's like, I don't even answer messages anymore. Like I don't answer Facebook messages Instagram messages, I don't see most of them. Like, it's just like I'm trying to just enjoy reality as much as I can. Someone said, I've t I haven't taken a month off of work if you add up my entire work career from 1998. It's a long time, Stephen. That's what I'm saying. You deserve a vacation. I'm not your financial advisor, Stephen. I'm not your vacation advisor. I'm not a plan, trip planner. I'm not Expedia.com. But in my opinion, you deserve a break. Are you going to take one? I don't know. But that sounds like a long time. Someone said you need to chill out and do music. I wrote I wrote last night. I wrote a, a rap to one of Kanye's new instrumentals. It's really good. I'm, I'm getting back to my MC stuff. 
the thing is though, it's like, dude, rapping and recording and like doing all that stuff, it takes a long time, you know, like to really, I mean, I, I could write really fast. I could, I could also freestyle, but to record and like film and edit, it's like a lot of work. I don't know. I like, I, I like these live streams. It's not that hard. Even the old videos I used to do, like during COVID, I'd be working like six hours a day. I'd be filming, editing, like, you know, it's like I, that pace was a little much, but it's all good. Someone said I took a month off and it was amazing. I'm going to do it when the time's right, but I have a plan. I mean, I don't know if I'm really going to do it, but next year, like I might just like put my stuff somewhere and travel for a whole year and just work off my laptop, but like high quality stuff. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I I, I kind of want to do that. And uh, cause I'm trying to put everything together. I got like hundreds of tens of thousands of people in Australia. I, I'm trying to do a rap show out there, a speaking show. Uh, I'm going to make it happen. I'm, I'm very motivated this year. I'm not, it's not lazy. It's like working smarter instead of harder. Um, I'm about it. Outsour outsourcing that sort of creative work can be hard. Well, it's hard too because it's like I'm so picky about stuff where like, you know, the reason everything has worked so well is because I've done it. But I, there, I can outsource certain things. I just got to work with the right people. But it's tough because like, you know, I have all creative direction over this and you don't want like even certain people that are like big what I notice is they're just factory farming content where it's like, they'll post like four Instagram reels a day. Some of them get 20 comments, 10 comments. I'll put out one, get a thousand comments. So it's like when you factory farm stuff, people don't care as much. Like you might hit one, one a week or something and it might be good analytically, but it's like, I, to me, I'm, I'm so like sense, like someone said, I'm sensitive. I absolutely am. I'm sensitive to the algorithm. I'm sensitive to who I am, what I do. And I feel like the reason that I've had so much success is because everything I do is thought through, you know, like, I'm not just like, Hey, or make five Instagram reels out of my live stream. Like people just banging out content. I'm really thinking everything through, but that's why it's like, it has, you know, I did one with the GO or Griffin thing. It's got like 12,000 shares and like, you know, with no marketing budget, it's like, so I'm kind of picky. I don't want to just put out like factory McDonald's trash content. Like, like, you know, so it I'm, it could be a hard to, to delegate when you don't want to sacrifice certain things, um, but it's all good. Someone said it would be hard to collaborate with you because you like what you like. I didn't, sorry, it like scrolled up. Let me see what you said. What What did you say? I don't know. Sorry, I tried to read. I tried to read it, but it just like scrolled too fast. Oh well, it seemed like a good comment. Someone said, "Love Shabbat Shalom." Thank you. With a, is that a poodle emoji and a angel emoji and a dove emoji? That seems very wholesome. Thank you. Someone said, "Sensitivity is good as it keeps you closer." Well, also like, it's like I feel like I have good like vision of like like. I don't think my success is random. Like everything was not, I didn't plan it all, but it's like, I know why certain videos got so many views and so many shares. Like it wouldn't have gotten so many shares if I didn't have such attention to detail, you know, like this pops up here, this is here. There's a cat. Like I, I've always thought that through 
And like, you know, some people would message me back when I used to do those 10 minute square videos. And they'd be like, bro, you're like the only person I could watch the whole video. Like most people I get bored, but I'll watch your whole news reports. It's because I'm, I'm, I'm not giving, I'm not letting there be a second that's not interesting. And that's like exhausting work. Cause if you just like, Hey, live stream, it's easy to roll out. But if you want to get like some of the, my videos have millions of shares on Facebook and tens of millions of views. It's because there's not a boring second. And, and, and like some of the ratios that I got on Facebook back in the day, like not back in the day, like a year ago, um, when I used to do those type of videos, it would have like, it would have like 10 million views and a million shares, which means one out of every 10 per people that watched it shared it. Like no one, I'm not trying to brag, but like a lot of people cannot compete with me in this arena. If, if people wanted to work with me, and we could work together, then it would be fine. But when, like when people don't, when they're like, oh, I don't want to sign you. It's like, go sign someone else. Then they're never going to be me. Like I look at all these people like, oh, he, they're not, they're not me. I, you know, I'm also competitive or I'm like, they can't do what I did. They can't even do what I did with a million dollar budget and 50 staff employees. You think that person could do what I did with just themselves and a laptop? You're out of your mind. I'm blowing past them and I'm, I'm barely working. Or at least like, I don't have any employees. Like, you know, it's just but it's because I'm so sensitive to like every sec. Like I'm thinking all of it through, like, you know, and some people do that as well, but some people don't like, they'll have intro videos like right at the beginning. And it's like the first 10 seconds is so important. If you don't draw someone in, in the first 10 seconds, then, you know, like there's a reason for everything. Someone said, stop saying, I'm not trying to brag. Stop saying, stop saying. I like to then tell you to stop. It's like when Matt Walsh was saying like moon landing deniers are so annoying. And I'm like, are you a moon landing denier denier? Because there's nothing I hate more than a moon landing denier denier. You're denying my denial. You know, I like to be annoying like that. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate you, Karen. I'm not being rude. I'm just like, like, you know, it, like if it ever comes to a point where it's like, tell him I don't like this and this, like, and it should be up to the stand. Like, I'm not saying you can't have an opinion, but like, you know, if it's that drastic on the Patreon, you could just unsubscribe. Sorry. Have I ever talked or met the rapper Daylight? Never met Daylight, uh, but he's interesting. Um, I like him. I've met Disaster, Thesaurus. I've met a lot of battle, Lush One. I've met a lot of battle rappers, but not Daylight. I like battle rap. It's cool. How much Adderall do I take during a live stream? Zero. I don't think I've taken Adderall since I was like 21. Um, I don't do Adderall. I'm not on any drugs right now, unless, unless you consider my oat milk latte a drug. That's all. Uh, someone said I haven't heard of him. I should check out his music. Uh, at your own, at your own risk. It's crazy. It's wild stuff. Deny my denial. Yeah, Matt Walsh is a moon landing denier. Denier. He denies denial. It's really conspiratorial of him to deny all my flat earth bros. Thank you, Carly. I appreciate you. You're only the you're the only news analyst I could listen to and not get bored. I'm trying to be less repetitive on certain topics and just ignore things and do funny stuff. But when I listen to like other not everyone, because there's some cool people, but like it's like they're in this loop of like, I guarantee you that most Republican pages have like done like 30 shows on like the judge. They're like, the judge is corrupt. It's like, yeah, it's like, again, 
it's happening. And you're like, okay. And it's like the border, it's like, it's wide open. I'm not, it's, it's absolutely important to talk about, but it's like, how many times do I, am I going to hear it? Cause it's not closing. <laughs> you know, like, yes, it's horrific and spread the word as far as we can go. But how many podcasts can you listen to about an open border? Am I autistic? I've never been diagnosed as autistic, but I don't, I don't consider it a diss. I consider it a compliment. I don't know. I'm definitely, uh, I don't know. I'm not socially awkward though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a, I can be a social, but I'm an introvert, extrovert. I could be both, you know, sometimes I want to be left alone. Sometimes I want to go out, but I've never been a diagnosed or anything. <laughs> you could diagnose me on, on screen if you want though. High energy. There's definitely like, everybody has certain skill sets and I think I have a few, but like, I'm, I do like think about things very thoroughly, you know, like I don't, and I'm, it's fun to share this information. Like I have my website, dreamrarebiz.com. I've been doing consulting. Things don't happen for no reason, you know? And it's not like every everyone who's famous is talented. That's not what I'm saying. And it doesn't mean if you're not doing well, you're not, you shouldn't do well. Like I'm not saying that, but like everything happens for a reason. If someone really untalented blows up, it's easy to be like, that person sucks, which is probably true. But why? You know, like I'm, I've always been curious. That's why teachers used to hate me because I'm always like, they just want, they're like, shut up and listen to what I say. And that's what the truth is. But I'm always like, I don't believe you. Why? You're wrong. And like, I'd get like suspended or detention. I was a bad kid, but I never believed anybody. I don't know. And I was right. They're, they're stupid. Uh, anyway, someone said, my son is autistic. Thank you for being so kind. My son has a great heart. Yeah, I mean, some people that are autistic are like super powered. Nowadays, like it's more, you know, there some can be more severe or not. But if someone called me autistic, I don't, I don't look at it like a diss. I look at it like they think I'm like really talented in, in certain a field or something. But uh, you know, you're you're welcome. Um, but yeah, it's like why why are things happening? So I could be annoying to work with because I'm, you know, it's like if you want to do it a certain way, it's like, I'm trying to, you know, not everyone wants to go through that. They're like, I just want to, yeah. have I seen the Y files? No. Someone said a child that just learns to ride a bike knows that there aren't flat surfaces. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're saying. I'm confused. Firing of Catherine Herridge was due to pressure from three White House because of her breaking the Hunter Biden story wide open. I don't even know who she is, so I'm not saying it's not important. I just I missed that whole one. Susan said your Facebook post, meme, etc., are definitely keeping you in the algorithm. Clearly, people are engaging with your posts. I really like this forum where you just talk to us. I'm a boomer, but was very much like you and your youth. Thank you so much. I pick on the boomers sometime. I, I got to do more Gen Z and millennial disses because we do love boomers here, but. The word boomer just sounds funny. Like, you know, like people used to always hate on millennials when I grew up. They're like, you millennials. So I think I'm just trying to get revenge and all the boomers calling me a millennial. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. I mean, no harm. I'll make fun of other generations soon. I promise. Um, no, my, my Facebook's fine. It's just uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I like I, I, sh I share a lot of memes and posts now. 
because that's what Facebook wants. And they're doing well, like thousands of shares, like thousands of comments. I, I've been I've been in the algorithm more because I they're not showing my live streams as much like they still are, but not as much. So I just have to adapt. Like that's that's part of social media, too, is like to not be too stubborn. Like, yeah, I want to do this. But if I have a page with this many people and, and they're not showing everybody, then what do I have to post for them to see it? I think with my memes, too, I mean, I'm not a. I don't make memes or anything, but I think I have good like taste because I, I look for them all myself where it's like I won't just post any meme, but I'm trying to be like, you know, post really funny ones or interesting ones. But I don't know. Maybe my memes suck. I don't know. Thank you, RG. Have I ever surfed there? No. Um, I, I, I used to body surf. I don't surf, but I was good at body surfing, but I just kept getting hit by stingrays. So I'm retired, dude. The stingrays took me out of business. I was crushing it one year. Every morning I was waking up at nine and 10 and body surfing every day, all the time. And then one day I got a stingray stabbed at the bottom of my foot, injected me with its like venom hurt so bad and uh and then i just didn't go in in a while and i went back in and then i got stung again the first time i went back in the ocean and i'm like maybe i have the wrong blood type like i don't think stingrays like they listen they sent the message they're like they're being a little racist to be honest they're like we don't want you in our neighborhood you know and i'm like it's, it's hurtful but you know i i got the message so it's not like i'll never go in the ocean again but how like how many times am i going to get stung by a stingray before i get the message I'm over it. I was crushing it too. I was so I was I was getting really good at body surfing. I felt so cool doing it too. I was like, yeah, look at me. I'm on the wave. This question is directed at the audience, not anomaly. Would you consider buying cannabis seeds? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not selling cannabis seeds. So I wouldn't. I'm not trying to get into the weed business personally. Someone said my father is a boomer. My opinion worries too much about other opinions. I'm confused what you're saying, but shout out to your father. Someone said, you sound like CNN calling the stingrays racist. Yeah, I'm a straight stingray hater at this point. You know, they're racist, they're sexist, they're homophobic. Even I heard one stingray say something anti-Semitic one time and uh, anti-gay. And like one time he was even like anti-Ukraine. He was like a Putin puppet. These stingrays are a problem. You know what I'm saying? I think they started an insurrection. A few stingrays were at January 6th. They jumped out of the ocean, flew above the clouds like an alien to D.C. just to show their Trump support. Dude, I'm disgusted with these stingrays. You know, something's got to be done. I'd, I'd Don Lemon, Brian Stelter, somebody help me. Um, how do I trash Trump for hours and then say you'd vote for him? Why do you say your Trump vote doesn't count? But, but you're not willing to back a third-party Canadian? Are you saying candidate? You, you said Canadian, like Dr. Shiva and promote him. All right, it's a multi-part multi, multi uh, question. Let me, let, me, let me scroll up so I don't lose it. So how do I trash Trump for hours and then say you'd vote for him? Well, there's two major candidates, and even though I could report the truth about one of them, and it's not like – I don't see politics as like a sports game where you just like put up a flag and be like, hey, I have no say in anything. Like I don't see it that way. Um, why do I say my my vote doesn't vote in, work in California? Because Biden's going to win California nationally and, and all the electorates are going to go to that. And why don't I back Dr. Shiva as a candidate? I've said this before. I'm going to say it again, and I mean this with no disrespect, and I'm willing to bet. I mean, I'm not trying to really bet somebody on it, but I would. Um, I like Dr. Shiva. 
I've had him on my show multiple times. I think he deserves way more credit for being so early on the Fauci and the COVID stuff. Um, I like his tweets currently. I think he's ballsy and wild and I love it. And I, and I'm glad that he's out here saying what he thinks. I have zero problems with Dr. Shiva. He's never done me wrong. We've only had interesting conversations. Um, with that being said, I don't believe he's running a serious campaign to win president. I not only don't think that, I know that. He's not going to clear 2% of the votes. If you think Shiva's going to get over 2 or 3% of the votes, come back when the election's over. He's not even going to probably clear 1%. So it's like, I don't even think RFK can win presidency, and he'll probably get 10 to 20% of the vote. So I question what he's even doing. So with Shiva, if he wants to spread his message or do what he wants, but like, if you truly believe he has a shot to win president, I don't know what to tell you. Like, he's not even going to get 2% of the vote. So, like, you can't run for president independent and, and not at least get to the level of, like, RFK attention or, or, or like, you know, I, I don't – it's like I, the, the people in his camp that keep, like, saying that to me, it's like – do you really think he's going to get over one or 2% of the vote? Like why, why lie to yourself? I think he's interesting. I'm glad I prefer him to most people. I think some of the stuff he's saying right now is super edgy, but necessary. However, it's like, stop harassing me. Like it's a serious campaign. That's going to get more than 2% of the vote. Like it's like with Vivek too. I called that from day one. I said, he's going to get under 10% of the vote. And he did. It's like, yeah, he did a lot of podcasts. He did. He maxed out what he could do, but he's just like, it's not a real campaign to be president. He was running a campaign to get elevation in the Republican Party to get another position. He told you, like, uh, you know, and honestly, I like Shiva better than I like Vivek. I'm just like, it's like the energy of like, why don't you help him? Help him what? Get 0.3% of the vote? Why? Like, I'm a news analyst. Like, I'm not a politician. And, and the truth is, if I was running for office, like I wouldn't run if I like I, I, I can't relate to people who do this because like I'm so self-aware. I would never like run for office and get less than one percent of the vote, but tell people for two years that I'm running for president. I'm really trying when I know that it's never going to happen. Like I don't I don't know what else to tell people, but like I would never do that. So like why would I entertain and lie to myself about someone else doing that? Like it's like like maybe it's for another reason which is fine. You could use the presidential campaign to like launch other stuff and get your message out there, but it's not like a serious campaign. Um, so I said, what are the bumps? I think it's just my, my lips are chapped. There's no bumps. It's a, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. It's just like my lips are getting constantly chapped all the time now. Thanks for your concern, though. Thoughts on Antarctica? What are they hiding there? John Kerry is uh, just watching television there. I don't know. Someone said, Dr. Shiva did an interview with a blogger called Turtle Boy from Worcester, and he went nuts. I don't know who Turtle Boy is. That's a hilarious name for a podcast, but... Shiva's a wild boy. He's wild. He's wild. You know, it's not everyone's speed. It's not for everyone. I personally have no problem talking to him. I, I, you know, I don't disagree with a lot of stuff that he says, to be quite honest, but we have a different approach to things. And he's always trying to get me into some like course 
that I don't want to go to. So, but I, I don't dislike him. It's just like, I'm not campaigning for him. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not campaigning for anyone. Someone said, wait a sec. Are you serious on board with the official moon landing story? What? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Turtle boy. Yeah, I don't know who turtle boy is. Like, is he a turtle? Does he dress up as a turtle? Someone said dehydration causes chap lips. I, I just go in the sun a lot too. I don't think I'm like extraordinarily um, dehydrated. I just, I'm, I'm like in the sun too much. Like my face is also burned. So I'm pretty sure it's just like getting chapped, but. That's an interesting concept. Dress up as a turtle and just be like, I'm turtle boy. And they're like, all right, what, what are you doing? Just being a turtle, you know, for clicks. Everybody wants to watch a turtle tell the news. It's like, do they though? Is that something that they did? Is there a big demand for that? Like maybe I'll dress up as a chimp, chipmunk and be like chipmunk, chipmunk Charles, you know, I need to get a gimmick going again or something. Like if I, if I dressed up as a chipmunk and I said, Hey, I'm chipmunk Charles. And I just like lowered my IQ like 40 points. And I'm like, howdy y'all. I'm chipmunk Charles. Trump is winning over the blacks with the sneakers. I would have like a Fox and they're like, dude, we got to get this chipmunk. Millennials love them. Black people love them. Hispanics love them. Heck Asians might even love them. Let's get this guy on. We need the minorities on our side, you know? It's like I got to like rebrand because that would totally work. Like I would probably get like a Blaze TV contract. They'd, they'd pay me for a show and it'd be like Chipmunk Charles does the, does the news. And then I'd I'd go to like uh, like liberal universities and be like, hey, kids, libtards, what are all these libtards doing here? Hey, blue haired girl, do you hate yourself? What's Are you on birth control? And then they'd like throw money at me. But I'm just like silently crushing with like billions of views and they're like no 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 that we don't we don't get the angle like what's his angle what's what is he put a chipmunk suit on the kid get him in a suit you know dress him up like a penguin my name's penguin pete and i'm the number one maga and it's like you know put like a maga hat on a penguin they're like now we're talking now we could put him on newsmax now now he he you know we'll consider hiring him it's like <laughs> Could you imagine just turning on Fox and like one of the hosts is a penguin? You're like, why, why, why is he dressed like a penguin? They're like, dude, I don't know. They had to compete with uh, the mass singer. You know, it was getting too many views at that time slot. Americans want people dressed as penguins. I don't know what to tell you. It's just hot right now. <laughs> I think I might do that. Honestly, I might, I might rebrand. If I get really desperate, here's how you know when I'm really screwing up. This year, I'm taking it slower for my own health. It's nothing bad. But um, in general, you know I'm really desperate and in the tubes when I start dressing up as a penguin or a chipmunk and, like, rebranding. That's when you can be like, all right, yo, Anomaly, I'm, I'm concerned with you. And I'm like, what? Just trying to get some clicks out here. I'm, uh, I need them clicks back. What are you talking about? So appreciate you guys. God bless you. Real quick, I just want to let you guys know, dreamrare.com, I'm trying to do a blowout sale. We're sold out of white hats. We're sold out of green hats. We're sold out of almost all uh, Dream Rare sweatshirts except for XXL and XXL. We're almost sold out of blue beanies. Like Almost everything in the shop is completely sold out. 
and I kind of just want to get rid of it all and do a blowout sale. So I'm doing a few things for now. 10% off with the code FEB only. It's all one word, F-E-B-O-N-L-Y, FEB only, all one word, all caps. That's the code. Use that. You get 10% off anything. If you buy over $100 worth of stuff, you're, uh, you get a free black beanie. If you buy two beanies of any color, you get a free black beanie. If you buy a sweatshirt of any kind, you get a black beanie for free. It's a lot of different sales at once. And like I've been telling people, I'm giving away two signed hats that I signed over a year ago. And I only signed like 10 or 12 hats in the whole year. I didn't sign anything. So I'm trying to make it like, you know, sometimes people sign everything and it's like, this is like documented. It's on my website. I didn't sign that many stuff in that year. So these are official. I'm giving away two free signed hats. One is to the biggest purchase. So if you do the biggest purchase on the site, you automatically just get the signed hat, which I think I was selling for a hundred something. Uh, and also if you just buy anything, even if you just buy a hat or one thing, you're in the running to get another signed hat. So there's two free hats, one to the biggest purchase, one to a random purchase. I'm going to look at all the purchases in the last two weeks. And then I'm just going to like, you know, lottery pick it. So those are all the sales at dreamrare.com. Check it out. Everything there currently is made in the United States. We have black beanies, blue beanies, sweatshirts, long sleeves. The long sleeves are really nice, made in America. Um, yeah, and like half the stuff's already sold out. I've been sold out of white hats for months. I've been sold out of uh, most my dreamrare sweatshirts for a long time. Uh, green hats sold out. Like there's a lot of... A lot of things you'll see have no stock. So that's the blowout bonanza. I'm not restocking until everything's sold out. Someone said get Ian Smith on. Definitely a possibility. Definitely been meaning to talk to him over the years. We've never met in person either, but would love to. It's a lot of people I like to chat with. I guess I want to say this before I leave too. I've been, I, I will do more interviews and stuff and have on more guests. It's just like come in with a slower speed too. It's like, I, I'm just trying to work at a different speed, get everything set situated. And then I'll have more guests on. It's just like, uh, you know, the more guests and stuff you have on the more plenty you have to do, but I got you guys. There's a lot of requests. I see them. Uh, I'll try to satisfy. I sounded weird, but you get it. But all you have left is fat sweatshirts so that they get a discount. God bless sweatshirts. I think I have of all sizes, the dream sweatshirts. They're, I, I think we already slightly discounted them. Maybe not. I don't know. I, they're 10% off, but the God bless sweatshirts, there's still, or I'm sorry, the God is great sweatshirts. There's still a decent amount in stock. Not a lot, but not zero. The dream rare ones. I mean, we'll see. I mean, if nobody buys the XXXL and XXL in the next like couple weeks, then maybe there'll be a discount. I'm not really sure though, but yeah, that's what it is for now. Appreciate you guys. Turtle Boy got out of jail. Who is Turtle Boy? I don't, is this even a real person? It's inspiring me to dress up as an animal to get more attention and fame. So thank you for the inspiration. Have a good one, folks. Dreamer podcast. I'll probably be back Monday. So hopefully you enjoy. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for five.